The Kayfabe Crunch is powered by Gigabits, the new high-speed internet provider that will take you into the 22nd century, 80 years before anyone else. At Gigabits, we believe in speed, power, and the return of Quellborts, the one true alien god king. Witness the second coming of Quellborts in 4K with Gigabits. The Kayfabe Crunch, the news, and that's undisputed. Good news! This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Saturday, August 22nd, 2020. I'm Francis Falcon Arrow. Falcon Arrow. Coming up, we have all the latest from NXT and SmackDown. Plus, wrestling journalist Chris Litmus looks back at a classic moment from SummerSlam history. But first, On this day. in grappling history, in 2005, Chris Jericho lost a match to John Cena. This meant he was fired from the WWE. After his termination, Jericho was forced to turn to the world of rock and roll. What a difficult life that man leads. And in 2011, Air Boom won the WWE Tag Team titles. The team consisted of Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel, and were named Air Boom due to their explosive high-flying offense. They were arguably one of the more memorable teams of the era. Except they weren't, as the team was actually Evan Bourne and Kofi Kingston. Admit it, we had you for a second. Trying to trick our audience into misinformation? Just some classic news behavior. A big thank you to those joining us for the live recording in the Crunch Thunderdome. It's so great to hear your faces. And now, let's get on with the topmost Thunderdome news. Top story, let me in. The ambulance, for God's sakes. Vince McMahon made a rare appearance last night as he welcomed us to the Thunderdome. In case you haven't been following, this is a new venue and fan interaction experience where fans appear on screens in the arena while watching from home. I know, I know, it, it really sounds like it could lead to some major issues. But the most offensive thing we saw last night was scores of people who set their cameras to an extreme close-up. I think I'd rather see a penis. Before Vince could say something presumably very important, The Fiend interrupted. The demon who ravages everything he touches, and The Fiend, stood face to face in the ring, until Strowman arrived to face off with old Fiendy. And then, in classic wrestling fashion before they could do anything, over 15 members of the group known as Retribution attacked. Now this is the most members we've seen so far, and therefore we can add illegal public gatherings to their rap sheet. The Fiend fled, leaving Strowman to fend. The SmackDown locker room came out for the equalizer, which is, is interesting. 
as they did so to protect their monster of a champion, but not the boss who signs their paychecks. Later in the night, Bray Wyatt presented a brand new edition of the Firefly Funhouse. Now in its third season, the Funhouse ratings are high, but it may be moved to Saturdays due to the upcoming NBA schedule. Wyatt informed us that love is terrible, and that it only leads to pain and suffering. What a shining example for our children. Somehow, Strowman managed to find the entrance to the funhouse. Which is confusing, as I was under the impression that the funhouse was situated in a parallel universe where no man could access, maybe above a convenience store. An excellent time to remind you that this sport is very real. The soon-to-be opponents brawled in the backstage area before the monster threw Mr. Rogers onto some concrete. Wyatt was then helped to a local medical facility. But as the local medical vehicle was driving away, red lights and smoke emerged from the local medical rear door windows. And now it's time for your fast count, the low security production truck of news. Thunderdome successful on night one. Sources say the McMahons are trying to figure out how to trap the souls of others inside their digital rectangles. For sustenance. Jeff Hardy wins the Intercontinental Championship. Utilizing a knee brace to the face, future potential strategies include an ice pack to the back and a sling to the ding-a-ling. Sonya challenges Mandy to a Loser Leaves WWE match before they can have their hair versus hair. Keep up with this story, as it's expected to be a first blood in a cell Four Corners flag elimination match by tomorrow evening. Banks bests Bailey in a beat the clock challenge. We're incredibly thankful Mauro Ranello wasn't on commentary for this one. Perkins looking to clean Nisa's clock with that kick. I mean, she talks like Alexa, she acts like Alexa. Then she's probably Alexa. The Lucha House Party argue with each other after another loss. With three years together and no championship victories, it's likely for the best. Hold up, Corey Graves. If that even is your real name. <laughs> Let's not open Pandora's box, Merce. Sasha. Velveteen Dream qualifies for TakeOver Triple X. Don't, uh, don't let that man anywhere near the adult entertainment industry. Or any industry for that matter. Why, why is he still here? And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. How did they get in there? And now it's over to wrestling journalist Chris Litmus who will now spotlight a classic match from SummerSlam's past. What a joy. If The Undertaker is one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of the sport, then the main event of SummerSlam 94, which featured two Undertakers, is surely the greatest wrestling match of all time. Join me, a wrestling sommelier, as I squeeze the cork from the bottle of wrestling history. I'm Chris Litmus, 
and I'm inviting you to rummage around in my dusty ring. At the Royal Rumble that year, The Undertaker vanished. He was locked in a casket by a sumo wrestler, a nuclear technician, three racist stereotypes, and a man legitimately named Bam Bam, that poor child. For three months, the whereabouts of the dead man was unknown. Men cried, children screamed, and Paul Bearer returned to his embalming side gig. Then, a millionaire, Teddingham DiBiase, claimed to have found the Undertaker beneath a Scrooge McDuck pile of coin. Bearer denounced this declaration and instead stated that he had found the real Undertaker beneath a pile of bodies in his basement. A journalist should look into that. And so, a rather strange match was made for SummerSlam that year. It would be Undertaker versus Undertaker. Deadman versus Deadman. Versus. As the two men stood in front of each other at the biggest party of the summer, they looked almost identical. At least, until Vince McMahon said, Ah, uh, no, they're not identical. And, you know, after he said that, I noticed it too. I must say, before he opened his mouth, I was completely sold. Especially in 94, when I originally watched this event across 360 glorious pixels on my 14-inch television while twiddling with my Tamagotchi. So, without the miasma of Mystique stinking up the United Centre, fans could cheer for the real Undertaker. The match lasted just eight minutes, with the fake Undertaker, or Thundertaker, landing quite a few blows on the real deal. The duplicate duo traded tombstones until finally the Thundertaker was put to rest. He was placed in a coffin which was wheeled out of the arena and then opened by a baffled Leslie Nielsen. I'm not being offbeat or quirky there. Um, that's... That's true, that happened. Some, quite frankly, simple fans consider this to be one of the worst SummerSlam matches of all time. But, as per Bloomin' Usual, the World Wide Web wrestling community doesn't know what in the purple hell it's talking about. This is the greatest match of all time, and it can be proven with simple mathematics. Undertaker equals one of the greatest. Multiply this by a factor of 2, carry the 7.4, and yes, it equals an infinite integer of impressive impossibilities. This match manages to be an 11 out of 10. And that's proven with maths, so... Yeah, so... No arguing. Don't at me. I'm not on social media, so I don't know what that means, but don't try and do it. Uh, that, that's it, that's... That's all I have to say, you can play the... There's just time for me to say, 
enjoy the wrestling this weekend, whether it's TakeOver, Dynamite, SummerSlam, or your local independent. We just want you to have a good time. That didn't actually sound very news-like, to be honest. The news was would never say that. Uh, oh, uh, here's something. Let, let's balance it out a little. This just in. Brendan Vink, now presumed dead. Join us Tuesday when we'll ask, did we see it coming? And remember, you can support this podcast by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. It means you get the latest episode right there in your feed. And it helps out this small, I mean massive, news conglomerate. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch, your not-quite-daily, not-quite-news bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is powered by Gigabits. Get speeds of up to 50 gigabytes per second thanks to the powerful electro nodes released to us by our savior Quellborts. Using fibers from his glorious brain sack, Quellborts allows us to stream, game, and worship him at never-before-seen speeds. Fall and pray for the fastest internet speeds ever. The Kayfabe Crunch.